Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. DJ Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. 
Don't forget your wizard stick. Hey, man, but it's good because you're going to live closer so then we can actually do some in-person fucking shows. What? I said it's going to be cool, though, because you're going to be closer so we can actually do some in-person shows. That would be sweet, dude. I'm trying to kick it, like, for sure. I'm trying to kick it, too, man. But the thing is, i got to get internet again, so, because, like, then we can do Skype. We can do, like, Skype show. You know what I mean? Like, we can, I can get on Skype and we can do shows. Yeah, I want to start doing, um, I want to start featuring my show. I want to start putting it up on um, bigger places and stuff. Now that i got more and more people that want to be on here, uh, better contacts, authors coming up, um, some really great motivational speakers. And this year, actually this month, the end of this month, is going to be my one-year anniversary of being on Blog Talk Radio. Damn. Uh-huh. I know. Can you believe it's been a year already? I cannot. August 2009. I'll tell you the exact date. One second. Um, I think it was the 20, I feel like it was the 28th or something, but when you first started, it's been an amazing journey. August 27th was my first show ever, and that's when I started Thirsty Thursdays. Co-creating. Yeah, I was in AIP, and uh, you had me call in, and I remember it was awesome. It was awesome. It is quite amazing. Oh, hi, serious honey. Thanks for coming to the show. I don't know who you are, but this is my goodbye to Cleveland. I'm going to miss this place, definitely. Um, but not too much, though. Hey, <laughs> okay. If I'm ready to get out of here, I'm so ready. I'm so ready to get out. Gonna be. Yeah, dude, this, is like, this is like the beginning of your new life, dude. Think about it. You're, you're going to start your new life soon. Well, pretty much, you got, like, a month of limbo, but then, like, once you get to New Mexico, you get to start your new life and your dreams and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be intense. It's, like, it's crazy to actually be living the dream now. Like, now you can definitely really call yourself the dream teacher. I know. Ironic, isn't it? Very, very ironic. You know, people always tell me, and I just got had a phone call today with somebody, um, an older woman and author, and she was like, you know, life will beat you down all the time, this and that. And she's like, it's never what you expected and all that. And I'm like, you know, it's not like that for me. It is what I expect. It is. I have very good controls in my life, and I I am literally living the dream, not just dreaming while I'm asleep. And it's such an intense journey. I don't even know how to explain it or describe it. It's just so uh, intense. Makes me want to tear up a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just excited. It's going to be great. I have a 35-hour train ride on <laughs> the 31st. That's going to be quite a journey. I'm just I'm just pretty stoked that you're gonna be like only like a state away instead of like three thousand states away. I know, right? My first goal is to get a car down there, obviously. Right, so right. Drive and come kick it. Zach, you're farther oh, yeah. away than Zach is to me. Yeah, Zach's close to Zach's closer to you than I am, but he is. But you have more freedom than he does. But um, the whole thing about Thanksgiving I was talking about. Are you down for that? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to see if Zach uh, is going to take leave if he's going to fly down here for, like, even if it's just a weekend. Because, like, he'll probably, if he takes leave, he'll probably take, like, 10 days of leave. So even yeah. if he just flies down for, like, a weekend, you know, just so we can hang out together and then, you know, then you can go. In That'll be so fun. I'm pretty oh. pumped, too, man. Even even if like I don't see you for a while when you get down there, it's like it's just like the fact that you're gonna be closer. It's like the energy is gonna be stronger between us. Absolutely, I think it's so funny how all three of us are just one state and then another state and another state. It's so cool. Yeah, we're like holding down the west right now. Right, I can't wait. It feels good, and I think it's happening for like a higher reason. Honestly, I really do hope Zach ends up getting stationed here though. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Dude, me and Zach, dude, that'd be, oh, that would be trouble. <laughs> oh, man. Especially, like, if, what happens if he's, like, in the same, like, unit as me? Like, what happens if he gets in the same, like, company and I see him every single day? You know what I'm saying? 
Like, like if I, I work with him directly, oh, man, me and Zach, we get in so much trouble together. <laughs> but I have, like, a lot of pull. I have, like, a lot of pull with my sergeants and everything, so, like, I can make him look like a really, really, really good soldier, get him promoted all fast and shit. Zach um, T, man, I, I'm proud of him. I am. Even though, you know, he hasn't graduated yet or anything, I'm just proud that he's made it this far because not a lot of people can do the things that we do. Yeah, I hope he's... I don't know. I hope he's doing better. That's all. Yeah, I know he misses home a lot, but, like, to be honest, that feeling really does go away. Like, yeah, it'll come back sometimes, and sometimes, you know, you get teary-eyed and you miss home and you miss your family, but, like, once you find out that you have such a better, like, life, like, since you joined the Army, or since, you know, just like even with your circumstances, like, once you figure out, once you're in New Mexico that you have, you know, you're finally doing what you want to do and you're finally, you know, living the life you want to live, I mean, you're still going to miss your family and everybody, but... It's like it's easier to cope with, and it it doesn't get you as down and depressed, like because you know how Zach was real depressed about like leaving his family and his girlfriend and everything. Yeah, like that that won't affect him too much. Hey, if I take a call, if I take a call on this, can I just switch back over and I'll still be on the show? Yeah, that's fine. All right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll just wait a second. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, while we take this call. Um, I guess I'm going to play a song to get some energy vibrations us shaking. And, yeah. Um, let's see. What song do I want to play? Mm, could be I do, you know what? I'm going to do one of my own songs. I made this song here, I believe. Um, hello? Oh, hello. Hey. Hi. I was going to play a little song real quick. Okay. Um, I don't know which one. I'm trying to think. Yeah, okay. We're going to do some... Nicki Minaj, because oh. if it wasn't for Cleveland, I would not have listened to rap. So, let's <laughs> we'll play that, and then we'll be right back. Nikki wins and all of y'all getting meetings. 
Ask L.A. Reed, ask Jay. Then hit up Universe and see what Sylvia Ron say. Ask Craig Common, you can ask Chris. Lady, when you're done, just salute a bad bitch. Only underground bitch around is ducking the paparazzi. In and out of town, be swerving the Maserati. Stay around the white like a Nazi. Put it, put the popping on my papa so the cops it, bitches. Still a fight, still a fight, still a fight. Still a fight, I keep my eyes on the prize. Keep my eyes on the prize. One day when we go, Beast. 
I mean, like, I, I got a lot better. Like, have you ever played, have you ever played it online before? Yeah, I have. You know how there's, like, hardcore where, like, they don't have, like, the crosshairs or the map or anything? Nope. Well, there's a hardcore mode where, like, you don't get a map and you, you just got to pretty much be a beast. But, like, if you get shot, like, once or twice, you're going to die every time, right? Oh my god! Anyway, I love, but I love hardcore because you can kill so many people like with one magazine because you shoot them twice and they're fucking dead. So as long as you know how to play it, like as long as you know where to be and uh, where the people are coming from, it's pretty easy to win. But that's what I'm finally starting to get good at is where the people are like spawning at and everything. Yeah, that's fun. I think they should just call that game "Be Ready to Die." Be ready to die. Yeah. <laughs> I think it should just call it "Fuck That Shit Up." <laughs> oh well. I probably won't be doing too much game playing once I move. It's going to be all about business, succeeding. Hey, where, where are you moving? Do you have any game systems or anything? I don't think so, no. I'm moving with a drag queen, so. Oh. Are you uh, Are you going to go apply for a job when you get there? Um, I don't have to, but I want, I'm actually going to be working with, um, I have a couple of opportunities. I can start doing television. Um, and putting my show up on TV, I can work with this guy who's a hypnotist who wants to open up a private practice and, um, you know, affiliate with me. Um, I have just a bunch of avenues that I could go to. and I'm Yeah, yeah you should definitely pursue one of those because it's always nice to have your own money, you know. It's always, and, like, that's how you can meet people, too, is by having a job and getting out there, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But actually, the main purpose for this is so that I can write my book, my first book, get it out there, publish it, and make a residual continuous income, you know, all the time. So if it sells big, then awesome. If it just sells steady for the people that need to read it, that's cool too. If it is explosive in the first week, that's fine. Whatever happens, I'm just I'm here to write it. And I'm actually paneling this book in like a really interesting way. Um, oh, yeah? I, yeah, listen to this. So you know how we had that show the other day and Dionysus came on? Yeah. Talking about the angelic energy, what they are, and, you know, if um, he believes that I can channel that kind of tangible energy, and he definitely does, I do, and I can see it, I feel it, I experience it, too. And so I called in uh, another show, Bobby G., um, she a very, very, very gifted person. Beautiful show. And I asked her, I'm like, listen, I need some clarity about this male spirit that's around me. And I want to know what's up, what, how can I get into better communication with him, et cetera. And she told me, she's like, well, this male spirit is here to lift your vibration, to lift your energy, to literally be a vortex so that your energy raises so that you can communicate with your guides. And I'm like, okay, I knew exactly what she meant, but she wanted to clarify for me. And his purpose, okay, this is my great-grandfather, and his name is Raymond. And he, his purpose, and the reason why he hasn't crossed over, is to raise me up and bring me to a good state so that I can channel this really divine and tangible energy. And people refer to it as angelic, but it's completely completely intangible to humans. They don't have personifications. It's not like the typical angel you see, you know. And that's his purpose, and that's what he's helping me to do. So I think this is all part of it. I believe that he's going to be with me and helping me throughout all of this and getting me to my guiding life, I guess you could say that. So it's going to be insane. It's going to be crazy and lightning. I must be pretty excited. It's, I'm very excited, dude. I'm very, very excited. and I don't care if people think I'm crazy. I don't care what people think of me. I'm just going to do what I feel is right. Yeah, do what, yeah, do what makes you happy, dude. Fuck uh, somebody else. Not even happy. Like, yeah, ultimately, happiness is good. I just need to do what's right, you know? How you? Exactly. And, you know, every day it's affirming to me that whatever that whatever I choose to do is right because... This is my mind, my body, my spirit. This is exactly, and I choose this. I write this book. I make this Damn movie. It. You know? Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's yeah, I feel you. And I know whatever that I choose to do is right for me. 
nobody else can choose for me except me. And that's been a hard thing for me to swallow since being here in Cleveland, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, yeah. This city makes you feel so woeful. Like, everybody has woes and worries. and never Yeah, everybody's like, me, always bitching and shit. Yeah, poor me, poor me, poor this, poor that. Me, nah, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I always it's heard everybody that's up, big, you know? I heard that everybody that's big, everybody that makes it, always makes it out of Ohio. <laughs> oh, everybody from Ohio leaves Ohio is what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah, because Ohio makes them great, but it, it like it won't let, it won't keep you great, dude. Like it'll make you great, and then it'll fuck you all up again. You gotta get out. You gotta get out. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take advantage of Ohio for a little bit, and then you gotta fucking get out of here. Like where LeBron James is very fucking perfectly. That's where people go through the shit. Like Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi is awesome, awesome, awesome person, awesome soul. Really great music. He he doesn't talk about just bitches, hoes, getting high. He does talk about, you know, getting high and altering life and life's reality. But he also talks with things deeper, touches on universality and really, really yeah. good for the music industry because right now the music industry is still all about just garbage. Fucking bitches and getting fucking money and big rooms and Cadillacs. It's always about love, too. It's always, every song is about some kind of love. What, rap music? No, just anything on the radio. You turn the radio on and it's love. I guarantee if you turn the radio on right now, you're going to hear a song about love. No, because my my radio is Pandora Radio and I only listen to Lil Wayne. And he only has like three or four love songs like that he's ever written. Okay. One of them is about fucking his purple drink. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like your public radio that everybody can I don't listen to the public radio. Well, I don't listen to Lil Wayne and like T.I. and Young Yeezy. That's pretty much it. Some rock music because I play a guitar here a lot. But sometimes I listen to rock music too. Yeah. But besides that, I just you know I don't I don't let the public radio like influence my day at all because you're right. It's all about it's all it's like trying to send messages to us and I don't like that. Absolutely. Everybody has. Absolutely. It keeps you locked. And like think about it, when you yep. hear a song, you got me stuck on my ele- elevator. What does That's that mean? <laughs> What does that make you think of? The time when you heard that all the time, right? Yeah. It's literally thinking our moments, our seasons, our lifetime moments together. It reminds me of like... When you go to the club and stuff, they play those songs. You know, you got to play the popular songs. Yeah. It reminds me of like senior year when I used to go outside during lunch and smoke. Because I just listen to that song all the fucking time. (laughs) That's crazy. Cleveland is so crazy. The city is nuts. Greg never won nothing. Never won anything. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, man. My phone's being really weird. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's just like like making all these crap like noises. It's like being crazy. It's fine. Oh, whatever. I don't hear it, so we're good. No, it's just like physically that like my phone is like making a cracking noise. That's weird. I can't hear it though. Yeah, it's not that loud. It's just like it's against my face, and I can feel it when it cracks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what else about Cleveland? What is it? Up, what is up with the city? I don't know, man. It looks crazy. Apparently, I like Cleveland, but I also hate it because like there's good parts of Cleveland, and there's like really, really shitty parts of Cleveland. Yeah, if we never moved, if we never lived here, though, we wouldn't have met. That's it's true. Crazy too. But I live oh, there my whole life. I know, right? Are you glad you're out now? Um, Yeah, but I miss it. I mean, I like Ohio, but I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Yeah. Hey, Do you want to come back? Um, Yeah, I will, but I won't, I won't live there forever. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll probably live there for a couple more years after I'm out of the Army, but yeah. after that, I'm moving to Florida, dude. I'm going to retire in Florida, for sure. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Nice. But I'm going to retire really early, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I want to re-enlist or not, but, like, if I do, and I end up staying in 20 years, then that's fucking, like, I'll retire when I'm 38 years old. I mean, yeah. honestly, honestly, I'll tell you truthfully, I wish you wouldn't re-enlist, but that's up to you. That's on you for sure. Why do you wish I wouldn't? Because I miss you, man. I need you in my life. I feel you, man, but 
don't know. The war's almost over too, dude. Like, I mean, I'll probably, I'm, I'll probably deploy one more time. Like, after this deployment, I'll probably end up deploying, like, like in my whole career in the Army, I'll probably only deploy two times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, after, after this, it'll be, like, I've been here for a year already. And when I get back, it'll be 2012. You know what I'm saying? When I get back from, from Afghanistan, it'll be, like, July or August 2012. So, like, the war will probably, like, that's a few more years, and the war's already kind of winding down anyways. Like, like in Afghanistan, it's starting to wind down. Like, it's still really bad out there, but, like, yeah. it's starting to, you know, like, wind down. Like, this is like the, this is like the back half of the years that the war was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, no, you're right. You're right, there will be. But, like, Afghanistan, we'll, we'll be out of the picture within a decade, like, easily. And then we'll have, like, a different person that's a terrorist, and we're going to have to kill them and have a war with them and shit, too, because we're fucking crazy. Because <laughs> we're going to kill every single terrorist, no matter if it takes us 400 years and fucking $300 billion. Oh, yep. Hi. Hi, E.T. and long-haired chick. Thank you for coming to say goodbye. I appreciate that. But don't worry, I'll still be here on Blog Talk Radio. Oh. This is just my last show in Cleveland. Can't hear you. What? Nothing. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm going to be here, E.T., don't you worry. I'm still going to be here on Blog Talk Radio. Ah, uh, Sharice, good to see you, dear. Thank you for coming. Um, This means so much. You guys are awesome. All these people are not in Cleveland. Go figure. I told all my Cleveland friends to call. I told them all to call in, and... None of them called in to say goodbye. None of them. Which is another reason why I'm leaving. I'm not leaving Blog Talk Radio, though. Make sure you guys know that. I'm not leaving. I will be doing my shows um, coming up. Hey, P.S., since I have you all here right now, I have a special show coming up on the 29th. I have an author coming on, an an author, a producer, and she'll be here to talk about her um, books, her paranormal experience and how she's shaping it in her life, how she's going to get through some cool stuff. Um, And hopefully I might get a part in her movie. How cool is that? How cool is that? I'm so excited. So it's just so awesome. And, yes, I'm definitely nervous. Um, Definitely feeling nervous. I felt it today. As soon as I started packing and doing my laundry and stuff, I felt pretty darn nervous, and I'm like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, <laughs> but it's okay, it's going to be okay, I still need to go to Buffalo and say goodbye to everybody in my family, and then I'm heading out to go live my dream, literally, no, Marissa did not even say goodbye to me, so whatever, that's fine, Marissa didn't even say goodbye, that's funny, dude, nope, you're so childish, it is what it is, I even told her, too, and I'm like, whatever, so, it don't bug me. It is what it is, and she can go live her life. Uh, did Nikki say goodbye? Who? Nikki? Uh, she didn't leave yet, or she's going to come say goodbye. I mean, she'll be home tomorrow, and she'll be here. So, it'll be all right. In the bag on the table. What? I'm sorry. Arello. Arello. It's on right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was there for for a while. Are you still there, Merg? Merg. I guess not. Okay, I guess he left. That's fine. Yeah, I was there for a lot of people here, and they just walked all over me, which is fine. And that's another reason why I'm leaving. I need to go find better people. Um, better places, and I just want to find people that deserve all the energy I want to put into people, and I don't think Cleveland is ready for it, or they're not open to it, they're not filling it, so that's all right. All right, so yeah, um, I'm going to play a song in light of that, uh, Never Be What You Want by uh, We Are The In Crowd. If you feel this one.
interesting. We know that. Um, oh, that's weird. <laughs> um, who's crew? Is somebody else in here? Is there somebody I cannot see? Who's crew? Because I definitely do not see them. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to try to figure that out playing another song real quick. So, yeah. Everybody remember, keep coming to the show, of course. Remember, together, we can do anything. I have my goals, my dreams, my aspirations, everything. And 
I literally am living the dream every step of the way. And it's crazy because we're supposed to dream when we're asleep, but I am living it. It's my life, and it is it is phenomenal. And it's going to be so, it's going to be such an amazing chunk of history to look on. And I have a feeling that many people, I'm going to help many, many, many people to be able to bridge this gap between reality and dream states and just what is real and what isn't and those supposed dichotomies, which they are not. It's all one and the same. And I'm literally living that perfect example. Maybe I think that's what the book is going to be about. It's going to be very cool. So, yes, I'm heading off. I'm going to Buffalo. Uh, tomorrow, heading out there, and then going to stay there for a little bit. Um, again, say, see my family before I move on to the complete opposite side of the country. And then I will be in New Mexico at the end of the month. New Mexico going to be very, very cool. And then um, I don't know how long I'm going to be there, but whatever happens there is going to be for the greater good. And for my, finally, my success and what I've been waiting for for such a long time. So after that, I'm really thinking New York is going to be on my list. I'm really feeling like it is going to be my next place that I want to develop, meet people, et cetera, et cetera. But i got to go get a nice stable around somewhere. And I think New Mexico is definitely going to be it. And it's ironic because I did have the opportunity to move out there before. It's just the situation was not, it wasn't as good as it is now. And it's just not exactly what I wanted to do. It was, I was going to move with some old guy, some old, old guy. I don't even know. It was weird. Well, I know I don't. Uh, why do I think I came back from Wareshar? I came back a lot of places. What do you mean, school? Um, I would love to be in New York. Absolutely would love to be in New York City, but the opportunity is not open for me yet. And if I have a book, I think that would be a way better opportunity for me to be there, especially if I have my book, you know, go sell it there, promote it there, whatever. And <coughs> excuse me. And that way I have some kind of foundation. I can go to New York and say I'm a writer, you know what I mean? Instead of going to New York and say, oh, I do a radio show, I'm a spiritualist, blah, 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 blah. I'll be able to say, yeah, I'm real world, but at the same time I have this dream world, you know what I mean? And it's like, for me it's about balancing the two and being able to control this quote-unquote insanity, whatever you think it is. It's absolutely intense, so intense. But yeah, oh, I long to be in New York. Definitely, I long to be there. Um, I did have an opportunity to move there, but with this guy, he wanted to control everything. He wanted to control everything I was doing, when I went to bed, when I did my radio shows. He told me I can only do it Sunday through Thursday, this time to this time, and I'm like, whoa, 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 put on the brakes. I'm like, I don't do my shows out of schedule. I do them through divine inspiration and through knowing when to do them at the right moments, the right times, etc. And I'm not about to let you dictate when I do my own show because this is my creation. This is the one thing that I have in this world that I can be proud of, especially at this moment in time. And I I don't want anybody else to control that. That's not okay with me. Because I definitely have a lot of control. I have a lot of... Uh, I, I'm hard to please. So it's not like somebody can sit here and do stuff for me. It has to be me by myself. So, yeah, it's, this whole journey is about me coming into my own and my control. I have to admit, I've been really standoffish with what control is and me taking control. It's pretty interesting. It's kind of hard for me. And now I'm starting to come into my own, and it's so crazy to take control of my own life. And I love it. And it's great that I can choose these new opportunities and anything new. Um, yeah, if you would like to call in, that's fine. Um, I'm not going to be doing hardcore readings, but I can do simple readings today if that's 
what you desire. Absolutely, I would love that. Um, so, yeah, let's take area code 574. You're on the air. Hey, Dream. Hi, who's this? This is E.T. Okay, E.T. Sorry, I never recognize your voice for some reason. It's like it sounds different every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So can you feel my nervous energy? I feel a little bit nervous. <laughs> and it'll be okay. You're going to be fine. It's nervous. I got to be on my toes, you know? Got to be prepared. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, you're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. I think so, too. It's always so yeah. intense, you know, those moments before you feel it and you feel it in your stomach and throughout your whole body. And it's just, oh, it's great. And this, like I think butterflies. It really is. I think it's going to be able to give me the power to do exactly what I desire to do. So yeah. it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And it's like freedom, Sorry. too, you know? <laughs> yeah, I haven't had it in a while. I will admit that, that's for sure. Yeah. So it'll be good to be back to my own. Yeah. It's like I'm getting into my own power, you know? It feels good. Yeah. So, are you seeing, I have a feeling you would like a reading and seeing what's going on with you. Sure. All right. So, what we're going to do is, these are not the angel cards. I'm going to use my other cards. So, this is a different process. Um. It's a little bit of a self-induced hypnosis where you are counting. And what I need you to do is you're going to count from one to seven, okay? But, okay. but, 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 we need to use imagination. So what I need you to do is before you even say the number, I need you to picture it in your mind. Picture that number in your mind. For example, picture the number one. And as soon as you speak it, as soon as you use your throat energy, your energy, to speak that number, to voice it out into the universe, I want you to imagine that when you speak it, that I can automatically see the same exact number that you are envisioning, okay? So as soon as you speak it, imagine that you are sending that number to me so I can picture the same one, okay? Okay. All right, so go ahead and start at number one whenever you are ready. All right. One. Okay, keep going from one to seven. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. All right, beautiful, dear. Now I'll do the reveal for you. All righty. Um... Definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Makes sense. So there is a strong bond in relationship that is eating away at you. Okay, I got the mouth, the ring, the key, the flowers, the coffin, the star, and the woman. Now, definitely um, this strong bond in relationship is eating away at you. It is the key to your ultimate feminine, true power, your positivity, all your positivity, um, it's been eating away at you. And you have to endure grief through this. But um, it is dreams coming true, and it's going to be this divine, like, feminine woman power. It's so powerful, and it's definitely dreams coming true. Pay attention to the dreams. Now, obviously, um, I know what's going on since we previously talked. Right. Um, (laughs) And I see that, of course, you're enduring grief through this. And it's definitely hard. It's definitely a nice trial for you. But it's completely surrounded by positive cards, which is very, very, very good. Saying that there's always a silver lining in every rain cloud. There's so many beautiful things to look forward to. And You've got it right in front of you, but yes, things will eat away at you, and yes, you are going to have to endure some grief through this, and it's all about patience. It's all about time. That's what the coffin is. It represents enduring grief and time and being patient. And I've been trying. <laughs> I know. It's hard. It's hard. And so this card, the enduring pain, is surrounded by the flowers, 
and the star. They're the two most positive cards in the deck. The flowers are that feminine, very, very girly feeling. I'm going to actually um, look it up to see if it relates to anything in particular. But it's always just super positive. Of course, um, messages of things flowering. Um, anywhere that they fall, you are being looked after. So the overall meaning of the card is happiness. And individually, it may refer to an improvement after a long period of unhappiness or someone that will bring you happiness again. So they're very, very encouraging. Um, they help to overturn the painful messages of the coffin, of the grief and, you know, waiting and all that nasty time. And it's also next to the key, which means you have these insightful powers to you and these insightful positive moments that just come to you and you know how to get to them. I mean, I'm not going to lie, this is probably a very positive encounter for you. You know, it's helping to lift your vibration. It's showing you that things are working for the greater good and that there right. is good silver lining. And now, again, on the other side of the coffin, the enduring grief, is the star, which is the most positive card in the deck. And That's so awesome. It is, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's always connected with wishes, and it's a very good omen for a lasting, bright future. Um, primarily, it should be read as something lucky about to befall on the person, and it always indicates dreams coming true. Um, it's next to the woman, and it says that it would bode well for a love relationship. So the start next to the woman relates directly to your love relationship and very, very good positive feelings for that. So awesome. I, think, I think that is a very good affirmation for you. I think you need it and you have needed it for a while. So I have. <laughs> it's all good, definitely. <laughs> I see I see there's only two quote unquote negative cards and then all the rest are very positive. So, what are the negative ones? The grief? The the grief, the coffin, and then the mouse, which is eating away. And, you know, it's, right. it's just your thoughts. It's your thoughts that are eating away. Now, do you have any questions about any of the cards, like the grief, the positive feelings, the dreams, the relationship, the key, the woman, anything? No, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Perfect, perfect. And it was totally meant just for you. Totally meant for you. Oh, I'm glad so you I have a dream. Do you have a dream? That I, that I want to talk to you about. Yeah, let's hear it. Absolutely. Okay. I fell asleep on the couch yesterday, not even meaning to watch the news. I fell asleep for like maybe 45 minutes. And mm -hmm. I had a, I had a dream that we had like this cage in our front room. And we had, um, gosh, about 12 years ago, we had a Savannah monitor that was in a wooden cage. But instead okay. of the front being like it was, it was on the top instead of the side. And we had pillows on top of it. And I was looking for this green paper. And my husband was there. And my my middle son, Brian, was there. And he told me that on this paper is the location where my son, Matt, was being held. Hmm. And then I woke up. Wow. That is intense. Oh, it was a really intense dream. Yeah, I feel that. I've had a dream like that, too. And I uh, pocketed I found a note, and somebody wanted me to find it secretly, and I put it in my pocket, and then, boom, I woke up. I didn't even get to read the note. I don't even know. Dang it. it. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, dang, what the heck? Yeah, that means um, definitely I don't know what was what's up with the cage. That's crazy. Um, I guess that definitely represents <laughs> the trapped kind of thing. Is that where you used to hang out with uh, your man a lot in the living room and chilling? And... Yeah. Yeah, okay. What, I think that... No. That's, that definitely, like, relates to that, I feel. That's what I feel. And, you know, the cage trap feeling relates to him, too. Um, right. That's interesting. Now, what's with this note? Where was this? Where was Matt? You said Matt. He was somewhere... Where was he? It was like a warehouse. He said he was at a warehouse. 
It's in the. It's still in the DVD player. It did. I just thought I'd take it back tomorrow because the church I'm going to is there's a red box over by it. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. That's cool. But yeah, a warehouse. That's interesting. Hmm. I wonder what that is. That's just work. I just think of work automatically when I hear warehouse. Right. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I used to work in a warehouse. It was horrible. I do not like it. The dream teacher is not meant to do heavy labor. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's a message that's waiting for you. Um, you got to figure that out. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be intense. And it's like that note. you got to figure out what that note is. Maybe it was coming here. Who knows? Right. <laughs> very, very possible. That's an intense dream, though, and it it happened in 45 minutes, huh? Isn't that cool? Yeah. I love oh, I those. Like when you, when you take a quick little nap, and you seem to have a dream that lasts for days. Oh, my God. Such an intense You're energy. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> They're powerful. I would highly recommend taking a nap in the afternoon and getting those dreams because you're a little bit more awake, and you're in a more aware state, and it's just like, well, it's just ten times more intense, and they're actually way more lucid, and you have more control of them, so it's pretty cool. Right. So yeah, I didn't even plan on falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that's like a kind of like a message from spirit, literally, because you just kind of zonked out for a second and had this crazy intricate thing. Do you dream on like a regular basis every night? I have been, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Very good. Now you got to start writing them down. <laughs> right. As soon as I wake up, because I forget. Exactly. Exactly. They'll fleet right from that mind, and they'll just they'll be gone. Yeah. It's hard then. Wow. Oh my goodness. All right, dear. Well, I'm gonna end this show. Um, but thank you for calling in. Hopefully, I hope you feel better. Definitely. Hopefully, you got you some positive upliftment. I hope so. Yes, you did. That's my job. That's my purpose. Good. Thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you, dear, for so calling in. I'll be in the chat, please. Okay. Okay. All right? All right. I'll talk All to right. you in there. Uh, I, I got one more question for you. Okay. That Teresa 88, is she with that Wagner crew? Cherise 88. No, she's not. She's cool. She's been okay. She's been around me since I started the show. She is definitely cool. Don't you worry. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Because I seen them on YouTube and they were talking about how they were bragging about hacking BTR shows and no, stuff. So. Oh, she's cool. Don't worry. She's legit. Okay. All right, dear. Well, thank you very much. All right, I'll you take it you. easy. I will, dear. Thank you. All righty. So, thank you everybody for coming. I love how none of my Cleveland friends showed up. Just goes to show why I am leaving here. So, yeah. Um, thank you all very much for being here. Next time I come to you, I will be coming to you live from Buffalo, New York. Make sure you all check out um, the show on August 29th. I will have a special guest on the show. So, keep uh, your plans open for that. It's going to be very, very, very cool. Um, and I hope all of you can join me for that. Sunday, August 29th. Mark it on your calendars. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Oh, Cleveland, Mwah. I love you. I miss you. Sweet dreams, my friend. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.